can't carry even his own cross. Even the cross beam, which is what they carried. And you're grabbed and you're forced, as only a Roman soldier can do, to carry it. Not far. Just a short distance outside the city to the place named Skull. And on the way you stumble because it's heavy. (laughs) And you stumble because of the weight of what is happening. Simon from Cyrene is one of these wonderful characters that we don't hear anything of in the Bible. There's one other mention of him. It's mentioned here, and I think it's the same bloke we're told that his two sons, Alexander and Rufus, are in the church. Mark mentions it. There is a man who stumbles carrying the cross, and from that point on, he's following Jesus. Luke's got an interesting take as he takes us through Easter Friday, takes us through this journey of Jesus to the cross and on the cross and from the cross. Because what Luke does for us is to show us through a number of different people's eyes what is happening at the cross. And I want to suggest to us this morning that, that all of the people that Luke introduces to us, all of the people that are watching what is happening, that are participating in what, what, in what is happening, all of these people stumble at or over the cross. Starting with poor old Simon, who I imagine stumbling as he carries this load. And I think what Luke wants us to do is is to see the execution of Jesus through all these different perspectives and then to ask ourselves, how do I see it? He starts out in Luke chapter 23 just after while Simon is carrying the cross for him. And behind them are coming these women from Jerusalem. And these are strange people. This is one of those weird bits in Scripture. These women are not people that have been following Jesus forever and ever. The, the women from Galilee, we're told at the end of the chapter, are, are, are way away. They're not up close to Jesus. They're just standing to the side and watching. These are women from Jerusalem. These are women from the town who have seen Jesus. Maybe they were there when he entered into Jerusalem. And there was just such, wow, what a magnificent occasion. Maybe this man is going to be the one who who saves us and gets rid of the Romans. Maybe. And now as they follow Jesus, he is... A spectacle. 
He looks pitiful. And, and they are just covered with sadness for him. They're crying because they think this is such a, a sad occurrence for him. They're sympathetic women. And you'd think this would be how, how wonderful these women are sympathizing with Jesus. That they see the agony of what he's going through and they feel sorry for him. Isn't that good? So many of us today think that, 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 that Good Friday is the time when we are, we're sorry for Jesus. We're sorry for what he had to do. We're sorry for the pain that he endured. And, and Jesus doesn't say, look, it's wrong to be sorry for me. There's, it's, it's right to be sorry. This is horrible stuff that's going on against Jesus. And yet these women are stumbling in being sorry for Jesus. What on earth is the pastor saying now? He's gone mad. Because these women are not seeing anything further than the cross. They are bawling their eyes out because all they can see is that this man, this good man, this, this nice person is now going to die and how horrible and how tragic and how awful and so will cry for him. And Jesus turns to them and says, don't cry for me. I know where I'm going. I know that this is the Father's plan. I know that on the third day I will be raised back for li to life. I know this. Don't cry for me. Cry for yourselves. And cry for your nation. Because the thing which breaks my heart says Jesus, it's not the fact that I'm now going to suffer agony on a cross. The thing which, which really breaks my heart is that those who reject me and those who think of me as just another good man and those who have taken part of this and brought me to the place where I will be handed over to Satan, where I will die... Weep for the nation. Weep for the nation. Because if this happens to the Son of God, what happens to those who did it to Him? What will God do? Won't it be even more dreadful? If the tree that is green is burnt up, if wet wood, fresh wood, 
is burnt like this. What do you think is going to happen to the old wood, the dry wood? If you treat the one who brings salvation like this, what will the punishment be? These women are stumbling because they are sure that the cross is the greatest tragedy of this world. But the real tragedy is to misjudge who Jesus is. Because how we judge Jesus has eternal consequences. These women stumble over the importance of what is happening. We move on and Luke shows us the execution squad going with the two prisoners, nailing them to the cross and I'm really thankful that he doesn't go into details of what happened. In fact, none of the gospel writers really go into details there. It's horrible, but that's not the point. These soldiers doing the execution, they stumble in ignorance. What words from the cross? Father, forgive these people because they don't know what they're doing. As the nail is hammered home, forgive them. They don't know. They don't realize. They don't, they don't understand. I mean, this is, this is the character of God that even while He is being executed his love for those who are executing just shines forward this is how God the God who loves us so much that even while we accuse and abuse him he says I want you to be forgiven and the soldiers gamble for his clothes and how sad that the, the only thing they take home from their experience at the cross is a piece of cloth because they just don't know what is really going down Luke tells us another group of people that are there are the Jewish leadership. Those who handed him over to Pilate. Those who shouted for his death penalty to be enacted. They stand there and they don't talk to Jesus, but they talk about Jesus among themselves. They, they taunt him. And the woman who followed him to the cross, they were filled with, with sympathy for him. These leaders, as they stand there, they're not filled with sympathy. They're filled with glee, joy. 
and the soldiers join in and mocking him. If you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. And I love how Luke just throws in at that point. And there was a sign above his head which said, This is the king of the Jews. On one side, Luke tells us how one of the criminals views him. Joins in the mockery, joins in the taunting. He throws insults at him. In fact, if we go back to the original language, he blasphemes against Jesus. Curses him. If you are the Messiah, the Christ, save us. Because if you really were God, you would save me because I'm on the cross here and I'm hurting. And if you were God, you would save me. But you're not doing that. Therefore, you're not God. And it's an argument which we still hear a lot today. Uh, life for me is not going well. If God really were God, He would, he would do something. God has not done something, therefore God is not God, therefore who cares about Easter? He stumbles because God doesn't play according to His rules. The criminal on the other side stumbles as well. Except he doesn't stumble over the cross. He stumbles into the cross. As he hangs there, he tells the bloke across the way, Shut up! I know you, you know me, we are the scum of the earth, we deserve everything that we're getting, and yet we both know that this man in the middle, this man between us, we both know that he has done nothing wrong. In fact, says Luke, this man has seen something in Jesus which is different. Everyone says he's a king. Maybe he is. What have I got to lose? Jesus... It's too late to save me. But remember me at least. And Jesus, there's a wonderful verse. God is able to do more than we can ask or imagine. <laughs> Jesus says, my mate, I'm not only going to remember you, I tell you the truth that today you will be with me. In other words, today you will be saved because being saved is being with me and you're going to be there. This criminal stumbles into life with Jesus. In midday, the sky darkens for three hours as if the whole of creation is coming together to say, 
here stands judgment. And the temple curtain is torn in two, this, this curtain which was in place to, to separate the place where they met God. To put a barrier between the holy God and people. Jesus cries out Father I trust you it's in your hands and he dies and the Roman officer stumbles into understanding Surely, says the NIV translation, this was a righteous man. Translate another way, surely he was innocent. And the crowd stumbles. stumble away with that sense that you get when, when an opportunity has slipped past. You, you know that feeling when, when you know that there was something good and it slipped out of your grasp and something horrible has happened instead? Wow, I forgot about the microphone beating their breasts, just in. Wow. This is huge. How could we have done this? We'll find out on Sunday that the talk of the town that whole weekend is the unjustness of what has gone down. And they go away thinking he was a good man who shouldn't have killed him but it's too late. And finally we see Jesus' friends. And they are just there at the side watching. seeing his death. Stumbling into despair. Stumbling about what is really happening. Is this important? Stumbling in ignorance. Who is this man? Stumbling in glee. We don't want this Jesus. 
stumbling and rebellion. You don't do it for me. Stumbling away in sorrow. What have we done? Stumbling away into despair. Stumbling into life. Stumbling into understanding. Stumbling at the cross. Which way do we stumble? Lord, there were so many people watching that day. And we can imagine ourselves in each of their shoes, Lord. At times we have given up on you. Lord, perhaps we we have thought you merely a good man who shouldn't have died. Lord, perhaps we have seen you and realized the worth of who you are and thought it's too late for me. But Lord, thank you that when we say, remember me, you answer, yes. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm enduring this. Because I want to be with you. Behold the man upon the cross. Our sin upon his shoulders. And ashamed, hear our own mocking voices cry out among the scoffers. And remember that it was our sin that held him there until it was accomplished. that even with his dying breath he brought us alive that it is finished let's let's sing that verse of that song people that Luke has shown us around the cross.
how will we stumble? The night before his execution, Jesus had a meal with his friends and said, I want you to remember me and what I'm about to do for you. I want you to remember that my body, my life is given so that you can have life. My blood is given so that you can have life with God. I'm going to invite you to come forward. We're going to do communion a bit differently. Grab some bread, grab some wine, take it back to your seats with you. If you feel like you want to stumble towards the cross, stumble and say, surely he is the son of God. If you're stumbling in a different direction or you're not sure where you're going to stumble, feel free to not come forward. But remember what Jesus said to those women. Don't weep for me. Don't just remember me. As an intellectual exercise, as a good man, remember me as God. Come to be with you. Come forward when and if you feel
because he was forced. Lord, we stumble each and every day. We're here today because we want to stumble into you. We want to stumble into life. We want to be with you. Thank you that that is possible. not boast in anything, no gifts, no strength, no power, but we will boast in Jesus Christ, in his death, but in his resurrection. I will not boast in anything, no gifts, no strength, no wisdom, but I will boast in Why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer, but this I know with all my heart. His wounds have paid my Today is Friday, but Sundays are coming. All right?
being with us this morning as we pondered on your cross, wondered in what way we have stumbled around it. And we thank you, Lord, for setting our feet straight, straight towards heaven, saved, redeemed, and lifted by your wondrous death and your wondrous resurrection. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you today in Jesus' name. Another lovely tradition of Good Friday. Hot cross buns down the back. <laughs> See you there. God bless you all. <laughs>